Facebook, and thank you for turning out. Thank you for coming out, all our friends, familia. Man, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good when you pray in times. You know, people just show up and uh, get blessed. You don't know who you're praying for sometimes, but uh, I've been praying for you. Praise God in the Spirit. Uh, let's just say it together with me. Thank God for the spirit of intercession that lives in me, that gets the job done. Say, I pray for others on a daily basis. Sometimes I may not know who I'm praying for, but they get blessed because of it. Amen, amen. All right, you can all give each other a hug and maybe seated, please. This is a no mass zone. This is a friendly zone, so praise God. <laughs> Morning, Pasciano. <laughs> Morning, Kyle. Mwah, I love you. Morning, Karen. Morning, boys. Bless you guys. And good morning online. Thank you for tuning in this morning. I pray you get touched and bless the service. I believe you will. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marie took a bus to get here. Praise God forevermore. That's God, man. That's God. <laughs> He's got the city working for her. Praise Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I love it. Glory to God. I love when the Lord does this. He did not give me anything for this morning. I mean, he gives me stuff all week, and I've been praying times all week, but I didn't have anything this morning. I felt like this was going to be more of a demonstration service for all of us, kind of a group effort this morning, and just moving in the Holy Ghost. So praise God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. I say it's time to operate in the gifts. Say, I received the gift giver fresh this morning. Holy Spirit, deliver your gifts to me as you wish, severally as you will, and I'll give God all the glory. See, I'm a vessel for the kingdom of heaven. The Holy Spirit moves through me, just like he moved through Jesus, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Say that to me. Say, I'm a healer. I'm occupying till he comes. Say, I lay hands on the sick, and they do recover. Say it with me, I cast out devils. I preach the gospel. Good news of prosperity to the poor. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, you're super saints, amen? <laughs> Praise God for the ministers that are represented in the house today. You're all ministers of the Most High God, amen? You've all been called and preordained to, before the world began, the Bible says. So you are very important and very special to God in these last days especially. Say it with me. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what this government does. This is the day the Lord has made, and I'm redeeming the time. How about you? <laughs> Praise God. Say, I'm from the kingdom. Say, I'm a saint. I was sent here from heaven to change this earth and make it just like my home. Amen. Isn't that good? <laughs> Father, like he told his disciples, pray it like this. Thy will be done, Father. Thy kingdom come on earth just as it is in heaven. Just as it is in heaven. He taught his disciples to call down the kingdom to earth. So uh, we're not waiting to leave. He's waiting for us. Amen. <laughs> He's waiting for us. Amen. Uh, he's coming back for a glorious church. And just like John the Baptist prepared his, his first coming, it's the church's job to prepare his second coming. 
and make the earth uh, suitable for his return. You know, I want him coming to my house and say, hey, this is nice, you did good. <laughs> Amen. I want to pick him up in a nice car, chauffeur him. Amen. <laughs> He's coming back for a glorious church. So praise God. I say, I'm the glory of the Lord. It says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So the, Lord, the world is going to be looking to you and me more and more, especially as the day approaches. So say, I'm looking good. <laughs> You're crowned with the favor. You're crowned with the glory of God right now. And like I say every week, you all just get younger and younger. It's the word of God that renews your youth like the eagles. I'm telling you, you're all brighter each week. Amen. You take a week, you come back, and wow, everyone's glowing. So praise God. Amen. God is working out his plan and your salvation. And He's uh, he hastens his plan to perform it, and he's working it out in you. He's faithful. He's faithful to work out his plan in us. Amen. But let's talk about us and the Holy Ghost today. Go with me to 1 Corinthians, if you will. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Spirit-led, amen. Isn't God so rich? See, I received what I came for this morning, and I won't leave here without it. Father, I place a demand on heaven to receive any need that I came in with, any want or desire I count done this morning in Jesus' precious name. For you are my shepherd, and I shall not want. I put you in remembrance of your word. Amen. Amen. Can you just hold your place right here and go with me real fast and just put your eyes here. This verse just hit me this week, and it's Ephesians 2.10. A lot of us know that, but I just saw it for the first time yesterday. And I have read and listened to the book of Ephesians all the way through. James Earl Jones reads the Bible on my phone starting back in 2005 more than any other book in the Bible, the book of Ephesians. I've probably listened to that book or read it all the way through at least a thousand times. And this is our quintessential book on authority. So this is our book for the last days. Amen? Amen. Ephesians will teach you your authority unlike any other book in the Bible. And then the book of John really shows and the Gospels show our authority being exercised and utilized by Jesus himself, our sample son. So don't forget the Gospels too. I always tell new believers, go read the book of John, the gospel. It's a synoptic gospel. It includes all three. John actually wrote that gospel looking back on all three, saying, hey, I could, I could fit some stuff in here. It wasn't mentioned before. And then he takes all the credit by calling himself God's beloved. So, <laughs> The one Jesus loved wrote the gospel of John, who had more revelation on the love of God, apparently, than any other disciple. I believe that had to do with his childlike heart. Not childish heart. There's a difference. Childlike heart. He didn't call us to be childish. He called us to be childlike. There's a difference. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Oh, there's that spirit of exhortation already kicking in. <laughs> oh, Jesus, beat us. Jesus, beat me. <laughs> Chastise me. I received correction in Jesus' precious name. How about you? I saw a really good post this week. I told Doug about it. But it said something like, this generation has so many teachers online now that they're leaving their pastors. And, you know, when they're something happens, they got no one to pray for them, walk with them, cover them. And that's the sad thing about the online thing. Um, they're not in church, you know. Who's your pastor? If you're just watching online, who do you call pastor? So you, gotta, you have to know who your pastor is because God gave them especially just for you. And we all have a pastor on earth. I know my pastor is Mike Webb. 
and he'll be my pastor till, till I go or he goes, amen? Uh, so you should know who your pastor is because they're your, really your spiritual covering. God gave them to you as a gift. So I encourage you, if you're watching online, please know your pastor. Go bless your pastor. Go serve your pastor. Amen. Don't, don't just go on online. You know, show up and serve and, and be a blessing. Amen. And Ephesians 2.10 says this. Whew, this verse just hit me. Again, I've read this so many times, and it hit me for the first time in this way last night. I just love this verse. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are with his workmanship. Say we. We. That's you and me. We are his workmanship. He created us. He's the master creator, the master carpenter. His workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. For. So this is the reason you and me were created. This is the reason, according to the New Testament, why you and me were created. We were created for good works. We were created for good works. James says, faith without works is dead. And you'll know my faith by my works. We were created for good works. Again, Jesus went about doing good, good works, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And we were made in the same exact image and likeness of him, and he gave us the same exact jurisdiction and authority when he left. And the same exact spirit he operated in, the Holy Spirit, he left behind with us. So we have the same rights and privileges and calling and commission just like Jesus did. Amen. I just follow, imitate him until the day you die. Paul said, follow Christ as, follow me as I follow Christ. Which means if I ever swerve off the path, just keep on following Jesus. I'll let you in, he'll take you all the way. If, I, if I'm going to die in Rome, which you did, in the fullness of the blessing, you just go on following Christ. You are supposed to lead all men to him the anointed one and his anointing. That's what that word Christ means. It's not, it wasn't Jesus' last name. It wasn't the city where he was from. Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. Christ in you, the anointed one and his anointing, the hope of glory. So you have to be able to recognize his anointing and his anointed ones. Amen. It's hard for the world to receive him without first receiving us. We need credible sources, men and women of integrity in this day. It's a dire desire, men and women of integrity, to lead people to Christ. Not just tell them about Christ, but to lead them. There's a difference. To lead them to Christ through our lifestyle. Christianity is a lifestyle, not a confession. Confession will create the lifestyle, but it's a lifestyle. It's day in, day out. And that man, I beat myself up sometimes. I missed it during the week. I, I knew I should have talked to them. I knew I, I'm supposed to be walking in my good works every day of my life. So it says there, we were created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk and live in them. See, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. That's why so many have turned away. That's why so many churches have closed their doors. It hadn't become a lifestyle first. And God really takes his time, I've noticed. Have you? To build a sure foundation. We've been doing this every Saturday for six years. It takes his time, amen, to build a sure foundation. And there's no other foundation that can be built in the ministry outside of the word of the living God. He said, this shall be the cornerstone, Christ, the living word of God. And my church shall be built upon it and upon the apostles and prophets who know it and speak it and create it through the word of the living God. I don't trust ministries that aren't built on the Word. 
I don't trust ministries that are built on the gifts of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost always moves with the Word. And he'll, he'll show up every service where the Word is. And that's a sure source. That's a sure spirit you can count on. A clean, holy, pure spirit. Unadulterated. When the Holy Spirit comes in with the Word. Amen. So I expect the Word to go forth and I expect the Holy Spirit to hasten it to perform it. Every service. Amen. He's here. He's, in, he's sitting next to you right now. He's in you for you. And then he comes upon you for others. That's what the anointing does. It breaks every yoke of bondage. So you should be free and free indeed because of the spirit that now dwelleth in you. But others should be free because of you for the spirit comes upon you to free them. Amen. And help break their bonds. But you should be free first. I'm free. I'm free indeed. I'm free financially. I'm free physically. I've obtained my salvation. I know I'm going to heaven. A threefold cord that can't be broken. He came to do away with the curse. Threefold. Poverty, sickness, disease, and death. I'm living in all three. Praise God. We overcome by the blood of a lamb and the word of our testimony. Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And this truth you know that becomes real and living to you will set you free. Will set you free. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't, don't deny I, the devil questions me just like he tempts and questions you. Are you really saved? Look at your bank balance today. No, I'll, I'm going to look about that tomorrow. <laughs> What's Scarlett O'Hare from Gone with the Wind say? I'll think about that tomorrow. <laughs> you know, God could do a miracle in 24 hours. He's done it before. He'll do it again. I'm not moved by what I see. We're only moved by what we believe. This is the word that was created for you and me. We stand upon the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Remember that song? Stand upon the living word. Every word was created for you and me to build our lives on the rock. Can't be moved. Economy shifts, government shifts, real estate market shifts. Go up. Everything in this life goes up and down except you and me. We've already been seated in heavenly places. We should not rise in tide with the stock market or the economy or the government. We should be completely fixed on the rock, his word. It don't move. Tides go up and down. He likened it to that man who built his house upon the rock and upon the sand. And when the floods hit, the man who was built on the sand was washed away. But the man who built his life on the word, the rock, the revealed knowledge of Christ and his word, the living word, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word was God in the beginning, and the word is God. Whoever built his life on the word shall not be shaken or moved. It's a sure foundation. If God says I can have it, I'm going to have it because that's how I built my life. Amen? Over 2,350 verses on your wealth. More than any other subject. 365 forms of fear not for your life. <laughs> this is the rock. If you build upon it, you won't be washed away with the world. And the world's just going to take that flood right into the church. <laughs> or into hell. It's up to them. We all got free will. But hopefully that mudslide will wash them right into the church where there's blessings, there's salvation, there's prosperity here, there's healing here. You're all ministers of God. We just call them in Jesus' name. Lord, we call in the lost in Jesus' name to your church. We bind the devil off of them and we call them in. Ministering spirits, go bring us our harvest, the precious fruit of the earth. We call them in now. We exercise our rights and privileges as saints, heirs of salvation, 
and we charge our hosts, we charge our angels to go bring in the lost to us in the precious name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. amen. Solomon, the richest, wisest man that lived, said it's wise to win souls. So just keep on calling them in. You're exercising in wisdom when you do that. But that verse just stood out to me, that we were created for good works. This is why we're here. This is why we were sent from heaven. The new birth, birthed again. <laughs> when we received Christ, was for good works that we should walk in them. Amen forevermore. Now with that being said, now let's go back to 1 Corinthians and the gifts. Because these are the same gifts Jesus walked in. And again, he's our sample son. Paul gave this letter to us, not Jesus, right? So this is for us to copy Jesus, to live just like Jesus. Christian, little Christ. That's what it means. <laughs> We're his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen? Which is why if there's a leak down the street at your neighbor's house, Ron, it's called you to go fill it. Why? Because you're the fullness that fills all in all. That's just an example. What's your gift? He called you to go use it and minister it. What's your gift? You're the fullness of him that fills all in all. He gave gifts separately. He's planted talents in you to use. No, no, go bury them. That's an unfaithful servant. You've got to go use those gifts, amen? And fill the fullness that fills all in all. I'll never forget when the Lord called me in 2005 and started healing my body. I was driving on the 5 freeway up north and I saw a huge billboard on the way to L.A in which I used to live and go into culinary school there. And I saw the board, and it's just in huge letter. It said, Church in the Arts. That's for somebody today. Church in the Arts. And that always stuck with me. That God in the last days was going to use the church and their gifts more than ever before. Their artistic ability. Their creative ability that God gave you. We just went and saw Pageant of the Masters in Laguna Beach. Best one yet. America. It's on freedom. And they always end since 1930 in Laguna Beach. You can go to every corner and see a different church from a different country in Laguna Beach. You can see new age everywhere. But they've always ended and since 1930 with the Last Supper. They've ended it with Jesus. That just struck me. In a land of new age, Malibu in South Orange County. Jesus. I just loved it. That's how they send everyone out each year. I said, that's God, man. I've always loved that verse too, where sin abounds. Grace does much more abound. That's why I have no problem going to the worst places or serving the greatest sinners even. Because where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. And I've seen him come through time and time again. When I go into the worst places, he's right there. And I see his grace and his glory. More than other places. It's just a wonderful thing. <laughs> Amen. I've been to churches in Las Vegas who are flourishing. Glory's there. I send them into the worst places. Uh, Bishop Utapo in Nigeria, Canaan land, Nigeria. One of the most impoverished countries in the planet. You should check, just look it up, his church. The largest church in the world now seats 250,000 people. God made something out of nothing. Just plants you where he needs you. You're the fullness of him who filleth all in all. If you live in Orange County, we planted you in Orange County for a reason. For a reason. We're the fullness of him that fills all in all. And Lord, thank God for calling me here. <laughs> you know? I wake up every morning and thank you for, for where you placed me. In beautiful Orange County, out of all the places, you put me in California, the most gorgeous state in the nation. 
You can drive an hour to the snow or an hour to the beach. Where else can you do that? It's hard to find. You got a place to here for a reason. I just, it's, I'm just so grateful waking up every morning here. Wow, what a place. Even though it's been tainted by sin, what an amazing place you got here that you created. And if you've ever traveled through the United States and gone through each state, every state has a different motto, you know? Like uh, Kentucky, unbridled spirit, because that's where the horses run. Golden State, you know, all, the, all states have different names. But it's amazing to me as I crossed each border in my car, how different each state was. I mean, right when you cross the border, I'm like, God did this, something new 50 times? You know, every state's so diverse. It's just amazing to me. I haven't been to all 50 of them, but I've been to a lot of them. And they're all so different. We're all so different. He never creates the same thing twice. Think about that. He's never created the same thing twice. That's why we can't get stuck in a rut or in a box. Behold, I do it as a new thing, saith the Lord. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll tell you of it before it even happens. So we got to think outside the box because we serve a masterful creator. It's raining diamonds on Jupiter in an hour. A master creator who's so, so big. Oh Lord, give us your thoughts. Give us your belief system through the word that we can do big things before we leave. I give you the praises for it. Father, I ask that every gift the gift they've already developed and have been working out with fear and trembling rise up to the surface this morning and this week and that they can count that gift a precious possession in your sight and in theirs. That they may run with that gift and increase it and mold it and enhance it and keep on running their course with it, which you've given them, a divine talent sent from heaven in the precious name of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. So 1 Corinthians 12, and these are under spiritual gifts. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, whenever you see brethren, that's sistren, Adam in the Old Testament man means mankind. That's women and men included. Amen? So whenever you see brethren in the noon, that's sistren as well. Brethren and sistren. Just translate it like that. Amen? He's not a respecter of persons, right? He created them male and female. <laughs> Amen? There's not a hierarchy in the spiritual realm. Right? <laughs> I mean, I've seen women pray some things that I ain't seen men pray before. I've seen women cast out devils I haven't seen men cast out, and vice versa. We're one in Him, amen? One body. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren and sistren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant of these things, he says. So this is important to God for you to know. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. You know, mammon, money, can become an idol if you serve it. And if you serve money long enough, the god of money called Mammon will get involved and twist you. And now you're serving an idol called Mammon, the god of misuse of money, going after money instead of after God. So money can become an idol, and its idol is named Mammon. So there's still some people who still have to deal with that false god of Mammon in their life. Hey, Lord, I ain't serving money. I'm serving you. I'm just going to run my race. Yeah, we live in a natural world and God knows we need stuff. But we ain't serving mammon. And sometimes that ugly foul devil pricks your, peeks its head. It's rampant, especially in the U.S. Ugh. I've seen so many people, and I hate to say it online, but I've seen so many houses and families in complete ruins who have so much stuff. God of mammon. It's a false god. Money can't buy you everything. 
can't buy you your children's salvation, that's for sure. That's the biggest one that hurts my heart. You don't see their kids? Come on. That's a false god. Mammon has to be dealt with. And then Paul charged Timothy, he said, teach them who are rich in this world not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, 1 Timothy 6.17, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Don't you love it how he added that part, the second half? <laughs> See, many people have stopped to it. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, period. Well, what about the second half? But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. They always stop. In this world, you'll have tribulation, period. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. That's siding with the Antichrist, erasing the work Christ has already done. The devil's famous for that. Did he really do that for you? Did he really buy that salvation? Did he really purchase your healing? Because I'm really putting the pressure on your back right now and it hurt, don't it? Did he really die for you? He's famous as that. That's the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of the world, who tries to blot out heritage. It's the spirit of Antichrist. Blotting out heritage. Does that sound familiar? Blotting out 1776. What year was that? What happened then? tries to blot out our heritage. That's the spirit of Antichrist in the world. Trying to blot out what Christ has already done. Say it is finished. See, my healing's already been bought and paid for. So is my prosperity. And I enjoy walking in it. It gives me richly all things to enjoy. It didn't say to live there. It says to enjoy. To enjoy. I enjoy the new cars he gave us. I enjoy them. I enjoy our old car he gave us. I enjoyed it. Amen? If you don't enjoy it, it probably ain't from God. Ooh, that's, that's deep. If you don't enjoy your job, it probably ain't from God. Get the heck out of there, man. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Go into all the world. Amen? Don't be limited. I like that word. If you're not enjoying it, it probably ain't from God gives you richly all things to enjoy. I enjoy my job. How about you? Enjoy your gift. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. They're stupid. They're dumb. However you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost, that Spirit of truth. Yes, I see it now. Thank you, Lord, for that Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Jesus is the Lord. I have had a personal encounter. There are diversities of gifts, but it's the same Spirit. Get that. Don't seek the gifts. Seek the Holy Ghost. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. So don't get active doing someone else's activity and following them. Just follow Christ and do your activity to the best you can. Amen. This world system, it's Satan's system, and he likes molding and conforming. Same with the CCP, the Communist Party. They're all about molding and conforming. That's what socialism is. There's no diversity anymore. Everyone does the same job. It's everyone on the same line, pumping out the same kind of clothes with the same kind of children. There's no diversity. It's communism. It's, it's forcible. It's labor-intensive. It's under the curse. It's the devil. God is so creative and diverse. Amen? So don't try to do someone else's job. Just do yours to the best you can. 
and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works, who works, who works all in all. Who works all in all. I love praying in tongues because of that verse. He worketh all things together for my good, who pray in tongues and hold his purpose firm. Whenever you pray in the Spirit, you're praying firm his purpose in your life. I was interceding. This is just an example of the Holy Spirit. I was interceding last week, just in my kitchen, going about my daily business. And here comes the Holy Ghost in my heart, my spirit, my belly. Holy Ghost lives right here with my spirit in my belly. Out of rivers shall proceed living water, Jesus said. Right here in the belly is where your spirit and the Holy Spirit abide. Amen. Comes right out of your belly. Just started grieving in the middle of my kitchen. Don't do it. Words came out of my spirit. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll regret it. Trying to talk to my angels to speak to that person who was about to commit adultery. Don't do it. You'll regret it. It'll ruin your house. Oh, I started crying and weeping and praying in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Still don't know who that person is. But the Lord used me for him to intercede. Amen. Your intercessors. We're intercessors. Intercessory prayer is a part of our daily life. You pray in the Holy Ghost long enough, you'll weep, you'll cry, you'll jump from joy, you'll bow down on your knees. Amen. The Holy Ghost knows how to pray for you. And He knows how to pray for others. Don't neglect the gift of praying at other times. You can literally save a family's life. Amen. Praise Jesus. The Holy Spirit moves us just like He did with Jesus. Moved him to go to the mountain by himself to what? Pray. Pray. Oh, Jesus. Interceding for others. Sam, an intercessory prayer. I work collectively with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord, and the differences of activities. But it is the same God, one God, who works all in all. But the manifestation, the visible proof of the Spirit which you cannot see, is given to each one for the profit of all tangibly. For the profit of all. For the profit of all. One body. That's the worst thing that's taking place through COVID. Separation, isolation, and division. For the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge. Hey, I know where that person lives. I hear, oh, I love this story. In L.A. one time, I was in a Bible study in L.A. in Van Nuys. It was late at night, and a gal came who had a ministry of the prophetess. She came in and spoke and gave a word. And she told a story of how her sister was kidnapped, brought into a drug house in Los Angeles and where there was um, prostitution as well in there, brought in against her will and held there. And the Lord gave her the word of knowledge and gave her the address where her sister was being held. She went to that address. There was a man in the front with a gun on the porch, guarding the house, people with AK-47s in the house, and making drugs in the house with a ton of people in there. And her sister was tied up in the back room. She said she just went to that address, prayed in the Holy Ghost the whole way. Not one person saw her. Translated, just like Jesus. Immediately they were at the other side. Grabbed her sister and walked out. No one saw them. Just praying in the Holy Ghost. Kept under the shadow, the wing of the Almighty. You can be invisible. People can't see you under that wing. 
when they tried to throw Jesus off the cliff, it just says he just went through the midst of them. Just kept under the shadow and the wings of the Almighty and the Holy Ghost. Kept in the Holy Spirit. Elisha blinded the eyes of the Syrian army. Kept under the shadow of the Almighty. What a great gift. <laughs> we can flow with the Holy Spirit. You can take trips in your house that you've never been on before praying in tongues. I was praying one day, just another example, and we all have these exact stories. If you pray in tongues. One day I was just in my old bed laying down. And I was just taken up to Venice, Italy, praying in the Holy Ghost. And I could see so clear every person, every dot, every detail, the boats on the canal, taken up and looking on Venice. Then I saw Clarissa singing opera in St. Mark's Square. And then I saw me, after she sang opera, preach the gospel in St. Mark's Square in front of that church right there. She saw it so clear. It was like I was, I was just there. Saw everything. And then right back to my bed. Lord, how, was I, how long was I gone for? Like a minute. Take trips without even leaving your house. In the spirit realm. Say, I'm a spirit. You're a spirit. If we just taught that to the world, you know you're a spirit. How, what that could do, even. Get them outside of your flesh. You live forever. You're a spirit. You were created in the same exact image of God to live forever. Please choose Jesus. Choose life. Go on living. Don't die. Amen. Always be ready to give an account of the hope and the joy that lies within me. Why are you happy? Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. <laughs> Why are you smiling? You're always happy when you come in. I don't even know you. Jesus. I love you. He loves you. <laughs> I, get, I get happy around other people. I don't care who it is. When I meet him, I'm all smiles. You can take the biggest sinner. And the Lord's placed them in front of me. And I just smile them till they're smiling back at me. I don't leave them depressed. Stared at a kid in church for 30 minutes during worship the other day until he woke up and smiled back at me. I said, I'm not leaving you. But no family. The, the, the dad was holding, I met the dad. I served in the children's ministry. I knew, I knew him, but it was a baby. And he was staring at me, just mad dog, looking through my soul, man. I'm like, I'm convicted. I repent, Lord, cleanse me. That little baby. They're the only people on earth that can stare you in the eye and poop at the same time. <laughs> Come on, you know it's true. <laughs> staring a hole in my head this little kid not budging a crack not smiling a wink he's like I know he just woke up I'm going to give time I'm just going to keep on looking at him smiling start doing faces not, not a movement and then I noticed like that moment oh this is when he wakes up usually he woke up early for church this is when he wakes up <laughs> smiling at his dad you know smiling at me I was like I got him amen you don't leave him until they're changed Jesus didn't. Jesus did not leave them until they were changed. We have a changing, world-changing ministry. Stay with them. It's a word for someone. Stay with them until they're anointed. Stay with them until they're changed. It's what we seek. Precious fruit. Fruit. Fruit of the earth. 
Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Someone thank God for me. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you for our word in season. You're so rich. The word of knowledge through the same, through, through the same spirit, the word of knowledge is not through your head, it's through the Holy Ghost. It comes through your heart first, through your spirit, into your belly, and will proceed up to your mouth and head. The word of knowledge starts in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. Faith. This is the gift of faith, not the measure of faith, which was measured to everyone who receives Christ. Paul outlined that in Romans. This is the gift of faith which Smith Wigglesworth was famous for acting in. The gift of faith that just would believe, raise people from the dead. 26 detailed accounts of him raising people from the dead. The gift of faith in operation. It says desire earnestly the best gifts. Well, if someone's died and you want to raise them from the dead, I think the gift of faith and miracles is a good one to desire. Amen? I want to see this kid raised up from the dead. They should not have died. It's way before their time. And I have to check myself when I find out people die. Sometimes I have to, how old were they? I shouldn't be asking that question anymore. No, Lord, do you want them to live still? That's the right question. Do you still want them to be alive? Then he'll move you. If you just desire the gift of miracles and faith, I'm not leaving this room until they're woken up and alive. I will not leave them until they're changed. That's what Elisha did. He did not leave that upper room until the boy breathed. He laid on him. It says eye to eye, hand to hand, chest to chest, imparted his spirit into him. And he didn't leave. He didn't get off that kid until he was breathing. It's the gift of faith. The gift of miracles in operation. Jesus operated in all the time. Raised Lazarus from the dead. Four days after. So I got four day faith. If you're dead longer than four days, I'm sorry, I don't have the faith for it. Find somebody else. <laughs> He's been dead a week. Uh, sorry, I ain't got no Bible faith for that. Faith only comes by hearing the word. Sorry. <laughs> but within four days, contact me, reach out. <laughs> you can do it too, amen? The gift of miracles, the gift of faith, distributed to them severally as he will. will make his will your will. Smith also said that, I move the Holy Ghost when he don't move. And he moves me when I don't want to. It's a perfect dance, Terry Mises said. It may be your turn. Maybe his turn. Know when to heal and when to lead. Amen. It's good. To another faith by the same spirit, that's the Holy Ghost. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. It doesn't say by the same word says by the same spirit so you have to get to know the Holy Ghost just as much as you know the word he's the one who wrote it that's why I hate two camps the word camp and the spirit camp thou shalt worship the Lord thy God in spirit and in truth it's one it's one body spirit and the word Amen. It's coming. It's coming. God has raised us up. We're the greatest outpouring the world's ever seen of spirit and truth. Years, generations have come together to this precipice. Two streams are merging into one big river. Spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. Always flow in the Holy Ghost. 
Always speak the word. Flow. Just flow. Just flow, amen? To another, the, the, to another faith by the same spirit. Supernatural faith, I just know they're getting healed. That's just a gift in me that's on operation right now. It is not of me. Smith Wigglesworth would punch cancer patients in the stomach. He just knew that, that spirit of cancer was going to leave. Amen. The gift, of, the gift of faith, supernatural faith. To another gift, say gifts. So that's plural. Gifts of healings. Gifts of healings. There's different ways. You've got to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. How do you want me to heal this person today? Do I say something? Do I pray in tongues? The best, the best course of action is just to wait on him until you know what to do. If you don't know what to do, don't do nothing <laughs> until you know. He can raise a dead person just by your presence. You don't have to go lay on him like Elisha necessarily. But these are the works that we were created for. That's why I'm speaking on these. This is why we were created, remember? For good works. We can't do good works outside the Holy Ghost. Jesus didn't. Didn't do one miracle until he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Until the Holy Spirit fell upon him like a dove. Not one recorded miracle. Till 30, till the Holy Ghost fell upon him. Just amazing. He's the sample son. we got to drink in the Holy Ghost to move the kingdom. Amen. Word and spirit. What powerful weapons of warfare. Gifts of healings, plural, by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. The spirit of error from the spirit of truth. Oh, Lord, give that to the world. <laughs> give that supernatural gift to the world. To know the spirit of error from the spirit of truth. God from Satan. That's what I pray for. That the world will know God from Satan. Good works from bad works. Evil from good. Darkness from light. Clear cut. No gray. God didn't put sickness on you. That's Satan. God didn't take your money. That's Satan. To another different kind of tongues. To another interpretation of those tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things. Not you. Him. I yield. <laughs> Work in me that good thing which you wish distribute to me severally in the moment what I need. Isn't that what Jesus said? Don't take thought for what you'll say when they deliver you up to the magistrates and prostrates. <laughs> Don't take thought for what you say because the Holy Spirit will give you the words in the selfsame hour, he said. Well, he'll give you the gifts needed to minister in the selfsame hour too, that means. He'll give you what you need. You just have to, to move in faith. Yes, Lord. I will go pray for that person today. But God, you send them out two by two and it's just me. That's my excuse. <laughs> I've played that card too much. It's just me, don't you see? You send them out two by two. Where's my Gahazi? Where's my assistant? Where's my pair? I notice that when I go into place with an assistant or a helper or a friend, ooh, that place lights up so much more than if I'm there by, by myself. Two by two. Why do you send them out two by two? I just got this last week. To hold them accountable. Why are people leaving church? Accountability. They don't want it. To hold them accountable, we send them out two by two. The Lord's telling me to pray for that person. Well, go pray for him. No, you go pray for him. No, you, well, the job's going to get done if you argue long enough. Someone's going to crack and pray for that person. To hold you accountable. If you're by yourself, no. See? Send them out two by two. 
Come on, partner up. <laughs> Let's do this. God's so rich. God's so good. Praise Jesus for Is someone getting something from this? Yeah. Amen. I just want to stay here. Stay in His presence. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. One Spirit. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, Russian, Guatemalan, American, Venezuelan, it don't matter. And have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact the body is one, is not one member, but many members. Which means you don't have to do everything. You're not a jack of all trades. Don't let the, di- the devil isolate you. You need me, and I need you, and we all need each other. What great things the church could have done. Rapture would have taken place by now if there weren't 46,000 denominations. Seriously. Why was Billy Graham so successful? He had every denomination backing his ministry. Churches, Methodist, Lutheran, would all come together to put on a crusade for the lost. Everyone loved Billy Graham. He cut it through race, he cut through division, cut through denomination, just to save some. <laughs> That's still our calling. Save the lost. Good works will bring them to repentance. Praise Jesus forevermore. <sighs> Skip with me to verse uh, chapter 14 real fast. It says, pursue love. Chapter 13 is on love. Chapter 14 is on order. Chapter 12 is on the gifts. You know, God will always move his kingdom in that order. The gifts exercise through love in order. He's a God of order, not disorder. We can see who's the God of disorder, right? You just go outside or look on the news media. Satan is the God of disorder. His own camp kill each other off. He's the God of disorder. You go into any gang city, they kill each other. He's the God of disorder. I believe his numbers have considerably decreased since he got thrown out of heaven, by the way. Anyway. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Chase after love. The gifts operate through love. Why are you going to minister to someone? Because you love them. But especially that you may prophesy. (laughs) Amen. The gift of prophecy is in you. A word of edification for someone is in you now. That's the number he highlights this. The Holy Spirit himself highlights this gift to us. I wish you move in this. You need to move in this to build each other up. This is the gift, the spirit of edification, unity and encouragement, which Billy Graham actually operated in. He wasn't an evangelist, he was a prophet. The prophet's ministry always operates in these three things, encouragement, edification, and exhortation. Evangelists heal the sick. Who was an evangelist at the same time? Oral Roberts was a true evangelist. He was in the ministry of evangelists. Billy Graham operated in the ministry of the prophet. Amen. Praise Jesus. To know who you are. Know your gifting. Know where you're called to be. Jesus' name. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Get that. Praying in tongues in your prayer closet. I'm praying to God, not to men. For no man understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. 
What's the solution to my problem? The mystery will be unfolded to you through praying in tongues. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies or literally builds himself up like a battery. But he who prophesies edifies and builds the church up. I wish you all spoke with tongues. The greatest Christian who's ever lived, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, said, I wish you all spoke in tongues. That's God speaking through him, right? I wish every one of you Christians, believers, spoke in tongues. It's God's greatest wish right here. Speak in tongues. But rather that you prophesy. Build yourself up and then build the church up. Do both. Do both, amen? But even more that you prophesy for the benefit of others. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Notice again, chapter 14 is talking about the unity of the church and the building up of the body now after the chapter of love. You have to walk in love to ever exercise your, your gift and your unification in the body of Christ. I'm here for you, you're here for me. We're here for each other. We're doing all things in love. Why are you here this morning? Love. Why are we going out this week? To seek the lost. Love. The love of God compels us. Compelled us here this morning. We're one body. One unit. You're never called to sit at home. Man, this is generation, a lost generation, if you will, looking for stuff online and never having any human contact. Never a father's touch. You have many teachers in Christ, but you have not many fathers. No hugs, no embracing, no words of encouragement face to face. It's just all online. They can't catch the spirit online. You can't catch his presence because he's here. There's an impartation that takes place when we gather together. Gather. Amen. Gather. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for the church. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry of unity you've given each and every man and woman here today. We bless you, Father, for your gifts. Thank you for the free gift of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If there's anyone watching who's never received the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, just say this after me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for calling many into the family of faith, adopting many orphans from the world, and placing them in families all throughout this country, all throughout this county and city, nation, and world. Thank you for adopting the fatherless and making them your own children. Thank you, Jesus. Use us to reach out to those orphans who need fathers and mothers, who need comfort, encouragement, and correction. Thank you. Use us. Use me. Jesus' precious name. And if you agree with that, say amen. Did anyone get
get something from this message? <laughs> I know I did. Thank you for coming out and summing out your, your time and your faith and your presence. It never disappoints us. Amen. We'd like to uh, give you an opportunity to give and sow into our offering. Thank you, Father. We bless every partner and every friend. And the doer and the giver is blessed in his doing. I just want to read a couple of scriptures because the enemy really tries to steal these verses from me. So he probably tries to steal them from you too. But this is our covenant. I like reading about the promises. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That's your local church who you call pastor. But there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, your business, your job, or what you're putting your hand to. The Bible tells you here that if you're a tither, it will never fail. Says the Lord of hosts, and all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. <laughs> Psalm 126 has been on my spirit. 126, 7 and 8. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the heathen or the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Bring back our captivity, O Lord. Bring back and peel back communism and socialism in this nation as the streams in the south. Those who have sown in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Psalm 127 says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain. This verse is for somebody today who's been having sleep disorders. It is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late. Get some sleep. To eat the bread of sorrows. That word sorrow is literally laborless toilings. You're working five jobs? What? God never told you to do that. That ain't God. That's the devil trying to put a yoke of bondage on you. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. To eat the bread of sorrows. But I got to make a living. Do you? <laughs> no, you just need to make a giving and God will take care of your living. <laughs> Amen. God's got you. He's your source. He's your creator. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. It is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late and to eat the bread of sorrows or painful toils. For he gives his beloved sleep. If you're, if you're not getting your sleep, you need this verse. This is your, this is your gospel today. You've got to take this before you go to bed. Whenever I have trouble sleeping, this is the verse. This is my gospel, like Charles Capps used to say. I go right to this verse. He gives his beloved rest. I like trans translating it rest because in the New Testament, sleep means dead sometimes. <laughs> I don't want to die. That old prayer. If I should die, uh, I wake, pray the Lord my soul. Oh, Lord, get that prayer out. <sighs> he gives his beloved 
rest. You can say this during the day. He gives his beloved me, his beloved, rest. And don't forget to breathe. <laughs> Has anyone been there working and you actually forget to breathe? And you're like, why am I lightheaded? Oh, I wasn't breathing properly. I was actually hyperventilating on the job, working so hard. I've been there. I've left my, what just happened? Oh, I forgot to breathe. He gives his beloved rest. It's amazing what a little circulation can do for your peace. Amen? Amazing what a little sleep can do for your, for your peace of mind. You've got to let your chemicals reset. You know? Just a 10-minute nap during the, the day does amazing things. I wake up with revelation. Clarissa, I love you. It's a revelation from God. Came when I was asleep. Wake up saying, you love your wife? That's from God, man. <laughs> That's a revelation God just gave you in your sleep. <laughs> I guess you, we're running out of time. Oh, Lord, where do I stop? Did I tell you one more story? Yeah. When Alda was two years old, I told this before. When she was two, she's five now. She was in my bed sleeping next to us. She snuck in between me and Clarissa. The house divided cannot stand. Do not come in this bed again. <laughs> she's like, do you love mommy more than me? Yes, yes, and I always will. We created you. Don't come between us. <laughs> She'll always be my number one girl. Kids need to know that. It's important. Mommy will always be first. Then they can train and nourish her as well, amen? I hear it's the girls that take care of you when you're older. It says, train a child in the way they shall go and they shall not depart. Kyle's in on that. They shall not depart. Started training them early. But I'll have snuck into our bed at two years old. And I was awakened at about 2 a.m. with her praying in tongues. I've never prayed for our kids' salvation. I, I know they've done that on their own. The Lord would have told me by now. You need a least. They're saved. They came to the Lord on their own. But I've never prayed for their salvation. I've never prayed to baptize in tongues, although all three of them have spoken in tongues with me. It's just a household. It's the Spirit's there. Jesus is there. The Word's there. They're there. <laughs> she woke at me at 2 a.m. And immediately the Holy Spirit in me and the Holy Spirit in her got in sync. Went back to sleep. I sat up in bed. Words came out of my mouth. Interpretation of tongues. You are the righteousness. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. A word at 2 a.m. from heaven. Prayed in tongues at two years old and gave me the interpretation. That's the same word the Lord gave me personally through a visitation by myself in this apartment over here in the Guna when I was suffering through condemnation. You are the righteousness. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. And then he handed me a scepter of righteousness. Don't let go of your scepter of righteousness. Through righteousness, you will be established as a king and queen on the earth. She confirmed that word with signs and wonders. Through the righteousness of God in Christ. I guess I may have needed it. Isn't that awesome? Another day I woke up. This is very prophetic and spiritual. Woke up at 2 a.m. Clarissa's always loved the Muppet movies. And now our girls love the Muppets as well. 
find out Pastor Art loves the Muppets as well. Go figure. When Pastor Art spoke here, I put Fozzie Bear on his seat. He cracked up. Just to mark his seat. You know how they have placards? I put Fozzie Bear. Got him. <laughs> but I woke up at 2 a.m. right in my spirit and yelled in our room, freak Clarissa out. The Muppets are real! <laughs> Went back to bed. That was just for her. She cracked up at 2 a.m. Guess she needed to laugh. <laughs> I like the Muppets. I just don't love the Muppets. She loves the Muppets. The Muppets are real. Now our whole family knows the Muppets are real. All of that she asked me yesterday, are the Muppets real? I said, yes. Where do they live? I don't know. Ask Clarissa. She knows. They're friends. <laughs> Can I tell on you? Mom came out to visit us in New York one time, me and Clarissa, and the new Muppet movie was released in the theater. Mom and Dad never liked the Muppets. <laughs> I'm being honest here. <laughs> and we went to see a new Muppet movie with Mom, and she got bored like halfway through and was filing her nails through the movie, <laughs> sitting right there. And I remember this guy. He was liberal. I could tell he was real liberal. He's in New York City, in the city, watching the Muppets. Would you mind? <laughs> Mom was like, it's the Muppets. This guy takes his Muppets seriously. Don't mess with Clarissa on the Muppets either. <laughs> Isn't that good, that revelation? Let's all stand, shall we? Praise God forevermore. Father, we love you. We thank you for the gathering of ourselves together, especially as we see the day approaching. Thank you for your witty sense of humor through which witty inventions come from. We give you all the praises for divine ideas and revelation from heaven this week and this month. Thank you, Lord, for changing our course to one of more and more glory, more and more of you. We worship you. We praise you. Thank you. Thank you for every gift. Thank you for every spirit, every soul and every body represented here today. We love them. Show them how much you love them this month. Give us the revelation John had, your beloved. How much you love us. That you'll do anything for us. You even killed your best for us. Sent him to earth to die. Because you love us so much. Thank you. Thank you for sacrificing your only son for us. That we may become sons and daughters. Bless you. Thank you for grafting us in. We give you all the praises and glory and credit. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Well, tell someone you love them, and happy Saturday. Thank you for coming out. We'll see you guys soon. Bye for now. Can someone push stop on that yeah, right there?
Thank you. I don't touch them. <laughs> I know. I come in and they're all just a walking. 